That's exactly what I wanted to say, right at that moment. I stole your your intro. No, it just means that Sebastian Hughes, the guy who made this music, <laughs> he just has that. Oh, oh yeah, vibe, right? Vibe, and it's Friday. <laughs> what a great time to have the. Oh yeah, vibe. You know, I mean, it's smooth. It's smooth. It can be like smooth jazz or porn. It's one of the. <laughs> just like you know, adult dentist office music or porn. You know, so it's like you know. You know how it is. Hi, it's the Rated HR Show. Hi. Uh, uh, my name is HR, or Hawaiian Ryan. And I'm Tina. And we're just your average Blasian couple living in Hawaii. Better than a lot of people. And we try not to shove it in your faces. <laughs> or do we? I don't know. You know what? I'm not trying. I, I I'm feel not like... trying to, but I do feel grateful. Sure. To, and we show off pictures. That's a little, like, in your face. But I feel it's like... It's winter time. People don't want to see our perfect life playing pickleball in the weather. It's, like, amazing. True. But but I do feel like uh, I don't feel bad just because it you know our life is what we make it right so it's like you know no yeah. life is perfect yeah no our life is what we make it but uh, we were discussing this you me and Mikey the other day like if you had to measure like how lucky we are right how right. would you how would you do that right? and this is like three hour conversation ensued after that right because it's like uh, first you got to set the parameters there's no there's no you know. You don't have to say for the people in Hawaii compared to right for the people in my lifetime. You go right. for the people in this country, for these people in the globe right now. How about me? And as far as how do you measure my own luck, good or bad, total score, whatever, however you want to score that, compared to every human who ever lived, beginning to uh, first human till now, right. Adam and Eve till now, right? Right. I mean, metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. Not actually Adam and Eve. I don't know. They just represent the big Lucy. Well, okay, Lucy. I'm sure there was a pre-Lucy. There whatever. probably was. We could even go like, what is your luck compared to single cell amoeba <laughs> all the way to extrapolated hypothetical future where the last uh, living thing will no longer Before exist. Before the meteor blows up the whole earth. Right, like, like you know what I mean? If there is this idea in your mind that there will be an end to all living things, like just maybe like a meteorite or right. whatever, right? Something that throws us off like orbit or like, you know, even whatever. Uh, so something super drastic, right? Um, in your mind, when would that be? Like how long? You still have to kind of guess when that would be. Right. And then from there go like, where does little OU fit into that? Are we going to get, because it kind of have to go like, is, is the world going to get better sure. or worse? You know, it's probably, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, if you, if you were to go back, how about this? If you had a chance to re-up okay. and like stop your life, pause, and then you just get to get, like the whole world's on pause. Tina's okay. going to re-decide something. <laughs> we all pause and you get to decide I can be born again. Different vagina, different country, different time. Mm, I don't think I would take that chance. I mean, unless I got to choose a vagina and the country and the time. Right. But well, I mean, like, I definitely don't want to be we all born dream. during slavery time. That's right? the American dream, right? That you can choose your own vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, yeah. So, like, but would you, so what are you saying? You would choose. I would just finish you out your, this life. No, I know. Oh, I see. I wouldn't choose to, another okay. life. What if you had to re-up? If I had to. You had to re-up and start over or again. Or what? Well, it's just that's the hypothetical brain teaser we're on. All right. Like, if you had to re-up, what would you choose? Do your life over again? Go 10 years back? 
10 years forward. Okay, okay. You know but do I know what I know now or I'm going to go, I'm just going to start over? No, and you start, you're going to start all over I'm not going to know anything. Yeah. But I can choose the vagina and I can choose the country? Sure, and the time. Okay, I... Because this is all getting to like, how do you measure uh, well-being or not well-being, luck or bad luck? Okay. In, in contrast to the rest of okay, the possibilities. Okay, so I like, choose... Right now, mm -hmm. I'm going to choose Rihanna's vagina, and I want to be that baby in there. And I mean, see, that's a very cool answer because it's Rihanna's vagina, right? Yeah. Right? Obviously, that's a beautiful place. Sure. Right? But it's 2022. You're going to send a baby into, you think, you know what I mean, into the next whatever, 100 years. Okay, here's, here's my thought, right? That's the best scenario. Right, but I don't want to go like, far out because i feel like the world is probably fucked like we're probably you know bad right. things are about probably going to happen right, right i mean right. climate change and right. you know i think that you know everything's gonna only get worse yeah. so i don't want to go too far out so i don't want to be like oh 50 years from now i want to be i don't want to try that even though um you know maybe there's some cool things but i don't trust right. so i want to be kind of close to now i don't definitely don't want to go backwards because you know <laughs> My history wasn't <laughs> the best. Shout out Black History Month. Oh, my goodness. Um, but Louis, Louis C.K. has a really crazy bit. This was before he, he was canceled by the world, but <laughs> he's still a genius comic. I don't care what you say. But, you know, he's talking about that, how, like, you know, it's depending on what race you are, you don't want to fuck with no time machine. <laughs> right. Exactly. He's like, but white people, you can pretty much go anywhere, blindfold, push, and it's like, right this way, hey, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and me, not so much. So, yeah, yeah, so I want to kind of, I, I kind of want to stay in this Right. general you know maybe 20 years now i know forward. we put in the title everything's everybody's selfish and we'll get to that and we'll get but this is kind of it's it's you know tangentially this is very selfish reasoning here that i'm well, <laughs> trying to decide when i would be reborn well well this is kind of what i'm trying to say though but how how else can you attack it is kind of like the premise of this this today's sure. theme right joseph hart what's up uh, okay, we're gonna. We're, he wants to just get right into it. We okay, can get into well, it. What is he saying? He's saying, I don't know, but I just said the, clo <laughs> the closest act I can think of to selflessness is an atheist doing something altruistic just for the sake of it being the right thing to do, as opposed to a religious person doing something out of fear of damnation. Nice, great. I love it that we can just get right into it and start. Okay. That's a great starting point. Sure. So. Um, let, okay, so wait, wait, leave it up there. I, I want to be able oh, to okay. look sure, at sure, it. Oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. Um. Uh, okay, now we'll get to you, Cat. Hi, Cat. What's Hi, up? Hi, Cat. Um, okay, you know. Okay, so and we'll get back to the how how to measure our own luck because I think that's an interesting. Maybe that's another sure, po podcast because sure. we're already getting to this. But the closest I can think of to selflessness. Well, I, I think uh, in that case, and you, you know, you you juxtapose it to the religious case where they they are doing something sort of selfish, you know, seemingly obviously selfish, where they're uh, avoiding damnation. But even the atheist, right? When you think about it, when you say just for the sake of being the right thing to do, I'd like to point your attention to maybe there's the still it's still selfish, right? The sake of right, it's still like we're getting this neurological candy right this positive right. effect when we do the thing that we think is the right thing to do sure right like it's a human trait i think you'd agree joe right where we set up our we set up our morals we say this is our line this is the kind of person i want to be right and then if you don't do that you're a bad person so i better do this which is a better you know what i mean we all have our idea of what sure. the right thing to do is and what i'm saying is it can seem like a trick 
Oh. Right? Oh, good point. Thank, okay, I didn't even finish. But yeah, yeah, thank you. Yes. But you know what I mean? It can seem like a trick, but you're really... And I say that not to be like devil's advocate and everything. Be like one guy like, hey, you know, you know, like the little brother. I'm not touching you. Mom said I can't touch you, but I'm not touching you. But he's still annoying, you the annoying the fuck out of you. No, I'm trying to do the thing where it's like, I think if we get this, maybe there's not so much like virtue signaling and then like moral shaming. And there's a sure. lot of noise, I think, that could be cut out. Yeah. If we we all just hold hands and agree, look, we're all 100% selfish. But can we agree there's smarter ways to be selfish right. versus shittier ways to be selfish? Like, So I think, it's yeah, it's interesting. When you juxtapose the religious person with the atheist person, it's like the atheist person's trying to do it because they think it's right. And their damnation is being the kind of person that they don't feel is right. Right. You know what I mean? You don't want to be, you. we all are driven like by. Like if it makes them have a bad feeling. Then, then that's, that's their, it's a damnation. The uh, religious person is convinced that they might go to hell. So that, you know, there's a lot of fear of that, right? But or, how can I live with myself if I don't help right. the person but then, yeah, do but, whatever? And, and I do want to say asterisk this, you know, Christian, modern Christianity is all about New Testament, not so much Old Testament. And they go like, look, we're all about forgiveness. It's sure. about, it's about, you know, of course, without the, the love of Jesus and the sacrifice he made, you would be fucked. Right, right. But through faith in, you know, him, you will be absolved of this. So don't fret. Yeah. And you know? Joe, we know he knows his, his, <laughs> his Jesus stuff. Hey, okay? Joe, hey Joe, Joe's an Irish Catholic, dude. He was raising his shit too, man. We all know it. It's just like, you know, but... So and we actually, I used to have these talks with Joe in London years ago when we were both UH students studying abroad. Not that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. It was for a long ago. <laughs> All right. Oh, Joe knows. oh, I know. <laughs> oh, he knows. Yeah, definitely. Let's see what Kat says. Here's a question for okay, you. Okay, yeah. When you die, what would you like people to say about you? That's a great question. That's a great question. See, I have, we have weird opinions about that. Because my initial thing is like, I'm dead. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, that's no, but that's a perfect way to answer. Because the first thing I think you want to do before you answer the question of what do you want people to say after you die? You do have to answer a simple question like, well, what's the state of me after I'm dead? Like, sure. I don't want to assume I'm the same way. And if I was, then I might be going, oh, OK, I don't know. I want them to say I was a nice person, whatever. Right, right. right. But I think, again, that's a trick we fall into. We waste a lot of time and energy is my maybe suggestion on this Friday with a little bit of whiskey influence. Oh, mine is going to be some um, hard seltzer here, Hawaiian right. ginger. This is my right. my alcoholic beverage of, for tonight. Thank you, Mikey, for right. thinking of me. So, so, like, you know, maybe like this idea, again, another noise canceller for us, I think, collectively as a human race could be like, who gives a fuck? What people are going to say after you dead, because that's you will be this. And again, we could that's a whole nother debate. But I believe right. you become food for worms into the earth. Body okay. goes away. Thoughts and feeling go away. You go away. That's just what I think. Okay. I mean, I'm open. We've only been here several million years. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so far every point at humanity we get it all wrong and someone comes to tell us no this is this how is, the yeah, world sure. really works and then you know 100 years from now maybe they'll accidentally run into this podcast and go look at this idiot who thinks that you get you go nowhere when you die what about your soul <laughs> right 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 so my you know i'm just saying i think the soul is this like made up sort of byproduct of 
uh, our need to feel that we are more valuable than we really are. So we like project this idea, you know, and, you know, and our, you know, the, the fear programs that get us to believe in religious ideas like damnation in the first place, right? They, that's the, it comes from that same place when we go like, oh, and what, what do I want people to think about me when I'm dead? And not to say that that's a great question, Kat. Uh, um, she says there's a couple that got in a car accident on the Big Island and died, and were saying how and yeah, people yeah. were saying how nice they were and things they yeah. did for the community. And that's why she asked. Well, no, yeah, and, and you know what? It's the how about this? How about this? It, it, that outcome is an outcome in a sense that I hope for for us, but not because I want the people to say the good thing. You know, what I mean, not that traditional. We're like. Where you I, just selfishly want to live that, be that type of person yes. because that makes you feel good. Well, yeah. So if if, if you choose, if you, once you, you know, step one is you acknowledge we're all 100% selfish. Step two is, well, I want to be the smart kind of selfish instead of the dumb kind of selfish. Right? right. The smart selfishness to me is like the new version of what we used to call selflessness. To me, that's just a little bit not really accurate. Right. 100% smart selfishness is like, I do want to treat my fellow neighbor well. Right. I want to clothe them if they're, you know, naked. Why are they naked? I don't know, Joe. Don't, don't cause scandal. <laughs> How about feed them if they're I, hungry? I, I'm being poetic, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, feed them if they're hungry, you know, scratch. We don't I, see our na neighbors naked. Right, right. right. <laughs> I mean, we could. There's an angle, but no, I'm not going to. Okay. You scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing, right? Yeah. Sure. So we treat each other uh, the golden rule. You know, you want to be, we want to be safe. And so we try to be sweet. So I just think you're being smart, but let's not be fooled. And I think semantics are important in this case. And I think it, like I said, it causes all this extra noise, right. all this virtual signaling, all this, this extra fascination with I'm good, you're bad, you're good, Because I I'm donated bad. to a homeless person. What did you do? Right. 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 And we just get into this thing. Because according, and it's just this little tiny thing we, we need to fix. Right. It's because we believe, oh, this is selfish, but this is selfless. I'm like, hey, 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 let's let that, that, that. Like, what if, what if every time you did something nice for a homeless person, something bad happened to you? Right. Like, how many more times would you right. do something for anybody, right? If right. like, you know, somehow you got felt right. pain or something, yeah. right? Well, yeah, and that does happen sometimes, right? You try to, you know, do something and let's say... You know, I'm not saying this is always what happens, but sometimes let's say you get attacked or it's, you get oh hurt. Oh, my God. Let me tell, that happened to me. So, like, one, oh, that's uh, right. like that's right. for Fourth of July one year, right, we had a big barbecue on the beach and we cooked all this food and we had so much left over. Right, and we right. were like, you know what? Let's go down to Kakaako, like, in that big field. There's so many people out there. At the time, there's so many tents out there and stuff. And, right. you know, I was like, I don't want this food to go to waste. Let's just give everybody... You know, like, let's wrap it up. Give everybody hot dogs, hamburgers, and everything, right? And, and we had sodas and stuff. So we gave, like, literally gave everybody on the street uh, right. a meal, right? right? And this guy's like, do you have any beer in there? And he starts chasing. And then, like, four guys start chasing my truck. And I was like, oh, no. Like, this was stupid. <laughs> like, why would I? I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to do this again. Like, Dude, I remember this time in Chinatown. Me and Tina were <laughs> trying to get inside this club. And there was a line outside the club, right? And there's this like homeless girl who I, I've known. I've been down in Chinatown. I'm a I'm a regular, you know, this past decade, and so I know her. I've seen her, but she's coming. I'm not because I just know. But Tina is first time seeing this girl, and she's walking down the street, and she's like, oh my and she's swearing, and she's like angry, 
And then she wasn't speaking any language. It was, she was like, like, yeah, speaking in like demon tongues or whatever. Oh my gosh. But I'm just like, okay, here's that lady again. But Tina's like freaking out, right? And we're now. No, the, she started chasing me. Well, yeah, she did start chasing you because. <laughs> hey, Fran. Well, your wallet was out because you're about yeah. to, you're trying to show your ID to where, it, you know, it's becoming our turn. To get to the front of the club, right? And so, like, you bust out your wallet, and then she sees you, and she just starts making a beeline for you. And then <laughs> you start, like, fumbling. I panicked. I, she I says, was like, where's my ID? Like, He's oh like, my, I need oh your my, ID. I was like, oh, my God. Girl, I dropped my it, money. <laughs> if you were in the Super Bowl and you fucking dropped the ball like that, the whole world would have killed you. Because you, like, you, like, she was 10 feet away. And I felt she was going slow for, it like. It was so, I dropped my bank card, my cash, <laughs> And my ID on the ground, like so. I can, you know, it's so funny, right? So she dropped everything on the ground, and this lady's going. She saw the ten dollars <laughs> drop on the ground. She out of nowhere, she snapped out of it. She's like normal again. She just grabbed the ten dollars, like, walk, and then ran off. Like she wasn't crazy anymore. It was like the crazy. <laughs> But I mean, you know, I remember you thinking. And I just remember you and Mikey not doing shit. Like y'all just like sitting back, like, well, hey, look, I, you, I, like you I lost said, your ten bucks. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, go chase oh, her down and get my no, money, girl. It was too good. It's like the gods wanted her to have that ten dollars. You can't, you can't oh run God. that play back. It was just gold. It was gold, and you were just. Uh, yeah. no, well, I mean, I guess I, like I said, I wasn't scared. I've seen her. I, mean, I know she's crazy, but not. I didn't see. I've never seen her get she was violent. Scary looking. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like, but then you maybe walk away, and you're less like I don't. I don't I'm know. not carrying no cash nowhere. Right, that's how I felt. You know, like, I mean, you're less likely to try to engage no. and to you know uh, be of help, even though uh, you know that's also a nice way to act, react sometimes, right? To help. Somebody. <laughs> Joseph, don't call Rebecca a crazy person. This time it was not Rebecca. This time. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, you do kind of get the, you get a little bit jaded, right, over time when you try to, even like helping friends, right? You try to help oh, yeah. friends. Friends. And yeah, and then they, and they, you know, they fuck you over or something. Yeah. You're like, dude. I'm a good person. I ain't trying to help. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. but the reason why you're helping is because it, it makes you feel good, right? Yeah. So, I mean, look, I, this is just two people. This is not, no one's an expert. No right. one. Will ever, I will never be an expert in anything. And if I am, I'm not telling you folks because there's too much pressure. <laughs> I'm just this regular person having conversations, you know, but uh, it seems like, you know, this is a little bit of a hack to not getting uh, so upset about the world because it's pretty upsetting. Right. You know, if if you're like constantly keeping track of like, I would never do that. Those fucking people are assholes. These people like I recognize it. I notice the data. I label. I understand. Keep people at you know uh, distances that are relative to how they behave. Sure. But I'm not like, I, you know, I don't take the emotional chaotic journey of like. I would never do that. You're this type of person. I'm this type of person. You know. Right. Well, because it, it's like I just get that these are all byproducts of the overall machinery of events and life. Right. right, and also because that's the way you work selfishness uh, in a in a good way, right? It's right. like if because like the goal is to just to be happy and and pain free, right? Like we don't want to suffer, so. If we're having, we're harboring these feelings and we're so, we're, we've got all these negative emotions about what you feel like you're doing versus someone else is doing or whatever. Mm. Like if you can just let go of that and just go, look, it's just cause we're all fucking built 
self we're all selfish right then right. maybe um that'll make you happier yeah. you know what i mean just understanding that it's like, just, yeah and it's a it's just a fun thought to think like how could it even be another way like think about it right you mm. are a self con- and you're like you consist of material right that acts for itself and so the collection of your cells all create this you know sort of aggregate right of yearning fears desires dreams wishes you know avoidances goals you know and it's like how could it be any other way you know but i think we've bought into this thing like oh i'll take a bullet for my daughter i must be selfless no you don't want to be that dad that dodges out of the way and let your daughter (laughs) got shot like stop i'm just saying don't hand out awards that aren't really that awarding Like you are, you, we're all selfish. We don't want to, we don't want to feel the shittiness, you know, uh, of, and really, right. Even this idea that you're a good person is built on, it's like, it's like the, the people who made the rules are like, just give them a sticker. So they'll feel better. Mm. And then when they feel better, they act this way. And then isn't it better if we all are sort of like trying to not be murderers, trying to not be stealers. But to me, again, it's important to say, yeah, because it's practical to come up with that system. It's not right. like we're some saint. It's, it's funny Don't that add say, this moral. Hi, Jody. What's up? Don't add this moral sort of point system, Jody. which I think all of us, you know, especially in social media, you kind of like see it highlighted how we're all out here like virtue signaling and warriors of truth. And I'm on this side. And how can you be this side? Right. And finger pointing. I mean, I. Not that I don't think that it's, we should still have conversations about what's the right way, what's the wrong way, as far as like more, most efficient, more effective. We're still going to like debate, exchange ideas, right? Right. But maybe if we can like, you know, s- remove that extra noise, that unnecessary like n- inflammation of the system to me. Right. Right. Oh, you can just put on a, oh, nice. oh like a double comment. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kat says, I want when I die for people to remember me as a raging bitch. <laughs> Do you remember Kat? Oh, the raging bitch. <laughs> See, yeah, like in, in the end, it's kind of a cute thought because it also maybe that helps free you. Even these jokes like that helps free you from this idea of like, does it matter? Right. And right. whatever less energy I spend on this hypothetical, like post like life scenario where people are saying nice things to, about me at a funeral, I could be spending not giving a fuck here. Sure. Which means more happiness now. I'm, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, this is all about if we correct and this system. How good of a person are you, right? Like, if, like, you're doing things for the sake of, like, trying to... <laughs> I say this, but I, I, I joke when um, you said, right, uh, wink, wink, get a sticker. Right, it's and like whoever made the moral I rules. I actually say that. Like, I'm like, I get a gold star because I was nice to that person, you know? Like, and, you know, and, I could have been a bitch, but I was nice. But see, like, and I don't mind that there's a sticker <laughs> system in a sense, right? In the sense that, like, I was a smart selfish today. Right. But to to trick yourself into, ma- no, I was selfless. Right. And I did something without myself even thinking, or, or thinking about yeah. Yeah, because I did all these things, that makes me better than the next person who maybe chose it's, to not do. It, it's like a little it's like the, a little snowball which you make fun of in the top of the hill. It's like it's just like okay, whatever. Selfless. Yeah, you're kind of thinking about it, but no. <clears throat> this 
error at the bottom in the philosophical template in the settings, er, you know, area of your brain. If you if you're like, no, 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 I, this one was like me being a good person where I didn't even think of myself at all, but I still did it. <laughs> That's not a category that exists. So let's say you're filling that every day with all these things. Right. You start to get an inflated <laughs> sense of yourself and a deflated sense of those who don't do it. And right. then you could be the nicest person in the world, but if you're if you've got these files piling up in the back, it comes out. Yeah. It'll you can't not have it come out because you're reprogramming yourself with that shit. Yeah. Little by little, you know. That's and, how you get the videos where people are like, I'm a I'm a fucking good person. <laughs> like it's a it's literally what a Karen is made out of. Yeah. Right? The, I do everything I'm supposed to do. Right. Cause it starts as little girls, they get told you're made out of sugar and spice and everything nice. <laughs> No, you're not. You're a cunt. And someone needs to tell you that. <laughs> Stop doing cunty things, little Karen. So you don't grow up to be an old Karen. You yeah. know? Um, it's it's this moral judgment that doesn't exist that I, I would love to do without. And, I, you know, I, I admit, you know, when I, I wasn't thinking this way always, and I remember, I remember that taxing, yeah, that up and down, that like wild drug ride of an experience of a human being where you're like, you know, that per how could they do that? I would never do that, right? Right. And then you're just, in and you ever been indignant? <laughs> and then look back at your indignant self and go like, you're too young to have indignance. <laughs> you know what the, shut the fuck up. Just yeah. shut the fuck up. And that, which all goes back to the beginning of this whole podcast where I was setting it up with this idea of like, how lucky <clears throat> are you in the scheme of things, right? Yeah. Like for me, it's, it may be weird, but I go all the way back to, well, I don't even just compare myself compared to all the humans to ever exist and whoever will exist. I go further. I go, I compare myself to what about the humans that never existed, but almost did like mm. the sperm that shot in her bangs instead <laughs> oh my of, God. instead of, you know what I mean? I think about how lucky they are because they never had to ever think about rent or being raped or, you know, saying the wrong thing and being canceled. Like they oh just God. died in someone's fucking like, you know, aqua spray. <laughs> spray holy shit i'm old my grandma used to use that i'm like grandma jeez did she yeah she's cool aqua then. spray my if she's using aquanet she's aquanet cool. uh, yeah aquanet, that's and she right. was pretty cool but i i do think about that because i think you know i think those are the luckiest bastards of all mm. sperm that <clears throat> never quite you know i mean i'm assuming that they don't suffer at that you know they're not like swimming going god my leg is tired my tail my tail is exhausted. No. All I, I did, I, I did tail yesterday for twenty minutes, and then I had to like, <laughs> I worked the upper tail, left tail. You know what I mean? Like, if, I'm assuming they don't experience that, so it's like, they escape, they're out, they dry up, life's over. You know, it's like, a, <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous of that, right? And like, but now that I'm born here, don't get me wrong. To me, the life hack is to not sit around feeling sorry for yourself, wishing sure. that you could have been that. You just go, okay, well, I'm here now. How can I make the best of it, right? Right, right. But, you know, that every mm. act out of that, when you go, okay, well, I'm not going to sit here and dwell, is what should I do instead? All of that's driven by the same program that every human has is what I'm going to dare step out on a branch and say, and, then, okay. and that's 100% selfish. Yeah. It's what can I do to mm. live in a world that suits me? I want comfort. I want food. I want it to all be great. Now, I want it to be great for you, too, insofar as that greatness for you creates a world that's great for me. <laughs> and if you deny it, I'm here to fight you. Sure. On a Friday with some whiskey. 
This is fun. And hard seltzer. This oh. is so not good. Cheers. It's not delicious, is it? it? it you know what? It's making me want a ginger beer. Mm. You know, it's like, bring more of those, Mikey. Yeah. The, the ones, the non-alcoholic. So I usually li- don't like when you mix things. I like to, like, just take the shot and then drink a juice. Mm. Separate. Because the juice just tastes like juice and not this weird, like, mix. Like, it's like yeah. pul- potpourri and <laughs> shit smell. Mm. <laughs> it's like, just give me the shit smell or the potpourri, but I can't do the mix. It just smells like shitty flowers. <laughs> you know, it's like, Ooh. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. So, yeah, you know. Um, I'm just talking about well, selfishness, how we can, like, change the entire world with this one podcast. One by one. I mean, don't, but don't, like, again. Don't share this podcast. Don't subscribe to our channel. Don't help us grow the audience. We, please. We're not going to ask for your support. We don't want your support. We're talking and we're opening the door because we're fucking kinky. If you want to talk and chime in, that's fine. But we'll be doing this without you anywhere. This is our therapy. Welcome to our session. <laughs> say something. Don't say something. Touch yourself. Don't touch yourself. We know we are, at least in the brains. We're touching Rubbing our prefrontal cortex as we uh, do this, because I mean these are the things like I, I I you know it's like I like one toe in the uh, like we're opening the door. Right. I want people to correct me, say like you're fucked up. I do, but not too many people. Right. And, I, and I'm starting with just my friends, right, on Facebook, even though sure. I don't know half of my friends. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, but it's this. This is all the things the, the theme we've been talking about. In the end, I want to help people. In so far as that helping helps me, and I'm right. tired of people <clears throat> acting like, huh? like you can do any do it any other way, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I have yeah, nothing yeah. to add. I agree 100 <clears throat> percent about this selfish statement. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you know, and again, it's okay. I don't think it's a reduction, right, Jody? It's not a reduction of what it, what it used to be. I think it's an improvement. Like once we get over ourselves, I believe. May I suggest, right? I think we can actually be. More selfless. I know I'm I'm using the word that I'm throwing away on purpose to show how stupid it is. Like, we're, we're not really selfless. We can be smarter selfish so that we still get all the same goals of, like, I want a safer society. I want us to treat us better. I, I want to because you know, that only benefits me uh, yes. and the people I love. It's an agreement as a community <laughs> of intelligent people. Like it's like let's not pretend we're not anything but 100 percent selfish. Can we not pretend? Are we done pretending? Hi, my name's Ryan. It's Tina. We join <laughs> a new community that says, "Look, we're all selfish, and everything we do is somehow going to come back to because I I think I benefit from it." Right. Including jumping in front of a train to push out your best friend out the way because you live by a code in your mind that says that's the kind of person I want to be. And there's something in you that you've trained your whole life, be this type of person. So right. your system is then set up to reward you or scold you and hurt you, discipline you, smack you, punish you if you go the other way. Right. You're still, you haven't escaped, my friend. <laughs> I know philosophical conundrums can be quite the fucking... <laughs> It's a it's a doozy, but it's fun. But it is what it is, right? I don't know if you uh, remember the Steve Martin scene in Three Amigos, where he's stuck on the wall with the chains. Oh yeah, and it's my favorite philosophical metaphor from a movie. Yes, it comes from the Three Amigos, but you know, like he takes one step, pulls the chain off the wall, another step. It has some slack in it, right? And he thinks somehow this means he's getting more free. <laughs> I mean, the whole time the chains are just he's locked. But they do have some slack. So he's pulling on it, 
pulling on it. I think it's there's a pulley system, right? Yeah. So he's the pressure is like getting harder and harder each time, and you can just see he's like getting further. You can see the hope in his face, and then the last minute he reaches the inevitable point where he can't go further, and he gets flown back to the wall. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. That's I'm gonna that's gonna leave a mark, right? The whole Chris Farley statement, but that's a, that's to me. Everybody who tries to, you know, go down any argument that says that they're in any way doing something that's not thinking about themselves. Right. Now, Jody says, I try to be selfish before I help others. It's not always easy. Self-care. Yeah. And that's another metaphor, right, Jody? When they drop the oxygen uh, on the plane, they say like, hey. Put it on yourself first. You can almost hear them say. Yeah. You can almost hear them say, hey, dummy. (laughs) I ain't taking care of your kids if you die. Can you put on the, you need to breathe first, dick. I mean, I can almost feel that like sarcasm yeah. in the, in these polite presentations, right? But it's a, yeah, it, it is true. I mean, and you know, again, uh, it may seem like semantics, but I think it saves us a lot of, I don't know, extra shit. You sure. Know? You know? Yeah. I think, and, and you're right, Jody. like, you know, self-care is so mm. important, you know, and, and I know I've been in a lot of situations where I felt like, because I know it'll make me feel good to help someone, yeah. you know, like that act yeah. feels good. But at the same time, it may put me um, in a situation where I don't feel so good. You right. know, like um, I, my mom always said this about me that she said ever since I was little, she's like, you've always had this problem. You're the first to volunteer without thinking about it, you know, it's like, uh, I, I did the same thing my whole life. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And it's like, because I thought that's what you're supposed to do. You well, know, it was connected to like uh, my whole life when I was a kid, I just had this obsession, obsession, this feeling that just agitated me the whole time of like, how come I get to be born in Hawaii Kai? <clears throat> you had that feeling since you were a kid, this since I was a kid. And then, you know, Weird. just like, you know, you see the, the commercials, Sally Fields. I grew up with that. Right. Afri- African Gidget. kid with the fly around their mouth, and then Sally Struthers comes out, right? She's like, for just you know the price of a cup of coffee, you know you can. And I just remember thinking like, you know, you as a you know as a kid, the first thoughts of like, wait a minute, like, w- w- why does that kid have such a, a tough time? Mm. And I don't, I have other problems like you know I got to keep my grades up. You right. know, you know, I sprained my ankle before the big game. I, I don't, I don't know, but it's like I'm, it's like different, right? And you just start pondering, like, well, fuck, like that's not fair, <laughs> right? And this overall, you just, you know, you feel guilty of like having anything. I used to even it was even like stupid. I remember as a kid, like I would order the small fries instead of the large, because in case I didn't want to waste the thought of wasting was digging already into this. I was already developing wow. like old man guilt from a kid. Like don't over consume. Don't like take it for granted. And it just, but almost to the point I where. I was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, give me the largest fry. And then that's so, why I have high cholesterol today. I used, to, me and, I used to tell my sister, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't know. what the fuck? Like she doesn't understand what I'm talking about. Nothing's going to waste. Like, We're eating it all. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, and you know, the whole thing is like, women do send some of the fries to Africa right now. Like, I mean, I, I'm just going to have the large fry. That's I mean, funny. it was done. It was came from a, I realized it was coming from a, but I had that feeling, so I had to kind of work it out to get rid of it, maybe. Mm. I had to figure it out quicker than someone else who didn't have that pain. Yeah. I mean, and I think everybody has it to a certain extent, but it would never go away. Wow. You know, this idea, like, I gotta, like, if I don't dedicate my privilege 
to e- <clears throat> trying to equal the playing field, right? Then I'm just like, I don't know. I just felt like that was an asshole way to be, mm. right? Like I'm just, you know, it's like, okay, I know you guys got problems over here, but I have to climb the social and economic ladder so right, that I right. can have a two car garage and drive a Benz, right? I just saw those people as like, really. And you act like, oh, it's because I'm working hard. I'm like, and you just ignore the luck of the draw, the fact that you just were born into like this really stable, easy life comparatively, right? Wow. And so already from the, yeah, yeah, I was just feeling that, right? And it's like, but then so much so where like, if you don't break it, that's a lot to walk around with. It's a pretty smart kid. I was pretty dumb. Like I, (laughs) all, I, I mean, I played with Barbies till the seventh grade. I, I just didn't have any idea or sense of, like, uh, anything that was going around in the world, you know? So um, so I, I was never bothered with those things until I was older. Right. Um, but even as, you know, like, you know, like, like seventh, eighth grade or whatever, mm. um, looking back now, I realize, yeah. oh, yeah, I did a lot of things because, you know, for whatever popularity or, like, friends mm. or whatever, you know, like, yeah. to fit in. Right. You know, then you kind of go out of your way to help people that way. Yeah. And then, you know, as you get older and then maybe it becomes a habit, you know, maybe it's like, well, because that's just what you're, you know, what you're supposed to do. And or well, that's my identity. Right. Like Tina's the one you can always call right. her and she'll give it if she has it. Right. And then so then now, now next thing you know, everybody's coming to Tina and. And I'm just like, yeah, because that's who I am. Right, it's right, like, right. wait a minute. Why do I have to be this kind of person? Right. right? Like right. at some point yeah. you have to stop and go, wait a minute. This is not actually this is not selflessness. This is like just stupidity. Right. So. I mean, I think it's like, yeah, it's like I went on this this journey and we all go on different journeys. And how, you know, it's like my journey started with that thought of like, hey, I was really <clears throat> focused on the fact that I felt really lucky. You yeah. know what I mean? Even just whatever you're having, you, you, your legs work, your your vision works. I mean, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just felt lucky. And so I, I was driven by this guilt to try to equalize. And then that gave way to judgment of others, others. who sure. wasn't, they weren't doing their part. But all that happened is that my 100% selfish drive was trying to project a world <laughs> that I fantasized about. You know what I mean? Because I just felt like it was so much worse when we didn't even acknowledge that we just went off on our little journeys trying to make our own selfish lives better, I thought it would be a better world if we looked around and went, wait a minute, there's a lot of unfairness. What if we just try to reshuffle, you know, which is uh, early communist, communist urges, I guess I had. It's weird. <laughs> I'm Chinese. I don't know. It's centuries of this shit, maybe. But, you know, you, this is just early instincts. You don't work out. You don't go, oh, well, I don't know if there's going to be, like, realistic political, like, <laughs> blockages to practical application of these weird, uh, like, kid thoughts. But yeah. it was just this idea, like, I was trying to scratch an itch of, like, how can, we, how can the world be better? And it seemed like one, uh, without knowing how to, you know, articulate at that age, it was like, it seems like a lot of the riches are over here clumped into one corner. And then there's a whole bunch of like not as much, and then a whole bunch of like barely don't even have water, right? right? And it just seemed like the first things first. Why don't we work on that instead of just like okay, rich people work on rich people problems, right? You know, right. people who have the job in the two car garage and the two whatever they work on those problems when they had their own problems. You know, marital affair. Next thing you know. You know, whatever. You know, your kid's stealing money from your uh, someone on the on the soccer team. You you could be like this and just 
living in your own world, right? Sure. And not, and it's like I don't have time to worry about who's hungry somewhere right, else, right? Right. So I think all of this, you know, sort of leads to like a volatile emotional ride that we all go on, like to where like I, I don't have time to focus on those things, but maybe I'm a bad person because I do that. But right. in pre in, in real life, so you, you're like so harboring is what my thought is. You're harboring all this shit in layers. And then you just push it down and go on because mm. practicality calls. <clears throat> I got to do this first, right? Right. I got to do this. But inside, if you think, if you, if you still have that system where like these are selfish things and these are selfless things, you can't help but build this. Like you can't trick yourself. You can't. Well, you know unless I mean? you give yourself things like I'm different because I'm a single mother and I have to work hard and I have to do yeah, these but, uh, things. The only way you make those arguments work is you ignore all the luck that right. you uh, had from the very first hand where you were born, the skills you were given, the sure. people around you, the resources that you were you, you had access to. Right. Even maybe the quickness in which your brain processes data might be an advantage that you're not counting that someone else didn't get. And right. yet you're silently judging them with, ironically, the supposedly faster processing brain. <laughs> but in this one place, you happen to be slow. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, but to me, we're talking about the simple idea of selfish, uh, selfishness doesn't exist. And look at all these, the snowball at the bottom of this philosophical or the top of this philosophical hill. But right. when you roll it, it just becomes this huge crush the whole town <laughs> at the bottom of the hill because it affects everything else. Sure. You know, you, you start measuring your life and other people's lives by these arbitrary measures that they don't have real ground in reality. Sure. Right? How can I be a better person as measured by the, you know, what's acceptable in the eyes of the people that I live with? Right. And everything we post is being go governed by these sort of silent lines we drew years ago. Right. And maybe we're not aware of it. So this what kind of I love these. I mean, this these conversations tickle my itch of wanting to get down there and going like, hey, 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 just remember, are, are we aware of what's yeah. going on on the, the settings of our mind? Right. Do you think following your intuition is a type of uh, selfishness? Do you think following your intuition is a type of selfishness? Of course. Like, my whole premise is, like, you can, it's literally impossible to do anything, right? Do is the verb of an act. Any act, human, live, moment, time, thing that transpires, selfish act. Because you are self, every act is selfish. You can even, tr no matter how hard you try, at some point, the self acted because they thought somehow that act would come back to them. Right. Even if they thought, well, I don't want to come back to me because after that, because will be something that right. benefits them. Right, right, right. Right? It's like you cannot escape it. <clears throat> That's why I love that. I know you mentioned it in the yeah. description, right? The Joey and Phoebe from Friends. That's a great episode, so right? So great. And it's so great that it came from the, the two supposedly dumbest characters. Uh, yeah. Because then, I think sometimes because it is like a simple but complex, right? Yeah, it's so a, exactly. It's that. like it's something like probably like a kid could probably understand, but yeah. because we're because adults have so many biases and experiences and stuff, it's like yeah. it's harder to grasp. Maybe I do believe that a lot of the <laughs> stuff I still believe today, I, I instinctively knew as a kid, but I couldn't articulate. Mm. And then the articulation kind of like teases out the picture more in more vivid there's more information more data there too so it's not just a better description of what was i think there's with the growing description 
came a more detailed, accurate picture of what was. Mm. But that instinct was, uh, I, I think it's interesting to go back as a kid and try to like suss out what instincts were spot on, though. Though they were, you know, uh, early, yeah, early versions of your adult philosoph- philosophical views, right? But that, you know, that was always one of like, you know, uh, the context of the macroscopic changes everything. You can't just ignore macroscopic data and start going, huh, well, what do I want to be for my career? Without asking like, well, what careers, how do you measure what a good career is? Well, you know, you start to think like, it comes in, well, what kind of value do I want to bring to society, right? Right. Right. A lot of us, you know, we don't realize when we say, like, look, man, I just want to be famous and have a big house. You know, like right now, the biggest dream of every kid is to be an Instagram star. It's like, li- there's no more I want to be. TikTok. TikTok, yeah, sorry. TikTok, right? So I don't want to, there's no more I want to be a fireman. Yeah. I want to be a police chief. Like maybe Asian kids know that they have to say, to, in order to get dinner, they have to say <laughs> astronaut or doctor, right? They know. But right. what they really mean when their parents aren't asking, they, they want to be a TikTok star. Why? Because they, they think, take a picture, <laughs> millions of followers, go to eat. It's free. I'm with the pretty people. All I do is listen to music, rock and roll, live in hotels, travel the world. I mean, who? that's what we want. I feel like we should have a conversation with my mother because I, you're making me feel like a really dumb kid. Like my first two things I wanted to be when I was one when I was growing up. Right. My first one was uh, a clown. Okay. Um, and my second one very quickly changed. I wanted to be a garbage truck driver. So you're admitting that your first instinct in life is you wanted to go whiteface. <laughs> and garbage truck. Why now? But th- that's cute. Like, like, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you talk about being an intelligent or not intelligent child, let me ask you this. Were you a happy child? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think, I think so. I mean, like, as I look back, I, I, on my childhood, I feel Mm -hmm. like I, I feel grateful. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I feel thankful that I had the experiences that I had because I had really great, um, friends and neighbors mm. and stuff that exposed me to a lot of things yeah um but you know there were a lot of things my my dad was super he was way older so mm. it was like having a grandpa like he couldn't mm. do anything right. you know so i felt like and people would make fun like oh it's just a grandpa you know what i mean so mm. like i had a lot of moments where i i wasn't happy but i think overall i had a pretty good childhood you know um but that's yeah. That's but a good it, question. Yeah. No, no, because I, I mean, I do think again, right? It's like uh, what your brain chooses to focus on, <laughs> right, can give you this overall feeling of of happiness or peace, sa- yeah. safety, and so ignorance is bliss comes from this idea. Like if you cut off the right data pipes, <laughs> right, you could have an enjoyable life. That also can be criticized as maybe being an ignorant, like ignorance, right? Yeah, ignorant right. without information, like blocking certain right, data. Right. So now you might become vulnerable to dangers that you didn't see. Like you didn't- I almost got kidnapped twice. <laughs> Don't I just, right? Yeah, I right? Did, yeah, I did. So, I was very I was a very ignorant child, that's for right. sure. But see again, that's part of your you know, you've been trained your whole life to also just like, you know, hey, I know how to like 
cut off certain things and be happy. That's a survival skill too. Okay. And then for me, I started off with way too, way too many pipes just open. <laughs> so that makes you paranoid. It makes you concerned a lot. It yeah. makes you like... Like when you said, yeah. when you said that you asked your dad, like what, like what is the point of all this? Like why, but why do I have to go to school? Why do I have to get I, a job? I, like I that told, whole conversation. I remember it so vid vividly because mm -hmm. I was in the fourth grade going to Punahou. Wow. And, and uh, oh, fucking Punahou. That's why you guys are smart. So what I, I was like, maybe 13, Lonnie's age right now. Not, you know? not in the fourth grade. No, I was nine then, right? Yeah. Nine, sorry, yeah. sorry. I wasn't even 13. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I don't know why I thought that. Oh, that's eighth, I was like, eighth, then you really weren't, weren't in No, eighth grade. That's what I got okay. kicked out of Punahou. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Eighth so eighth. Eight, this is like four years later. Okay. But this is, uh, yeah, fourth grade because I just, my first year at Punahou. Mm. And I just remember like uh, staying home from school because uh, the lights didn't, there was a power outage. Mm. Right. And my dad and mom both worked for the Hawaiian Electric. And so it was like, Did we all. Did you guys get your lights on first? I mean, you guys we, get let's just say, priority. yeah, we were, we had the hookups. We were, oh, okay. we were VIP, but, <laughs> um, you know, so we all were staying home. Right. Right. Uh, although they, their ass should have been at work, like trying to fix the, trying to fix the <laughs> but you know, my dad was in computer programming. I don't uh, think it was his, it was in his department. Anyway. Uh, so that day me and my dad stayed home and we're, it's like, we're having this conversation by candlelight, right? There's no TVs not working. Right. Right. And it's like, you can't, there's not even lights for him to go off in the corner and read the paper or something. Right. Right. So it was candles and just sitting there and I'm talking to my dad and I, I you know, I'm not going to school. He's like, I'm like, so like, and I just remember having this conversation like, why? Okay. So why do we, why are we going to school? How long is school anyway? And what, what, what is the deal? Kind of like, is there any other better way to do this than 13 years? Right. Is what he told me. Right. Something like that. You had kindergarten plus 12. Right. Right, you can even count preschool as a fourteenth. Right. Right. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Okay, so all of that, and then at the end of that, you take your education. Then what? He's like, "Well, that's so you can get a job." I'm like, "Doing what?" Well, he's like, "That's up to you. You get to choose from all these 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 things." I'm like, "Okay, well, so then I go to school for thirteen years, eight hours a day, so that I can get a job eight hours a day, to get the money." To buy the house, which I have to pay for. So I'm basically just working to get money to pay for the things I need to just live. Mm -hmm. You know, and I didn't feel rich back then. I just felt rich compared to if you like look at very poor, poor sure. countries, right? But we were like middle class, right? But I just remember thinking like, okay, what, well, you know, okay. It just felt like I didn't know what I was asking, like, but I was asking. This is a stupid game. <laughs> I was really asking, what's the point of life? Right, right. 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 And I, but I remember at nine years old thinking, this is the first time I'm not satisfied with my dad's answer. Like everything was like, you know, okay, whatever. Why are we going to grandma's house? Why are we going right. to whatever? And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. The first time I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, and then, you know, I'm like, I was like, I just remember innocently not knowing that these are controversial topics. Like, isn't that a lot of shit? to go through for not that great. It doesn't seem like the words as great as all the shit you have to go through to get yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like this and I, he wasn't convincing. He wasn't convincing at nine. I was just like, nah, I don't buy your shit. And it never changed. I never changed from that moment. Wow. Just going like, okay, now I'm, I'm just, I'm now I'm like, you're a person. I'm a person. We have different opinions <laughs> already. You know what I mean? So I, but see again, you are a happier child than me. I yeah. I spent a lot of time frustrated, right? That 
people didn't take it as seriously as I took it. They didn't see oh, the yeah. discrepancy yeah. that I saw. Yeah. Where I was like, you fuckers are trying to lie to me that this place is worth it. And your fucking explanations are suspect. Yeah, they're weak. No. And there's, I didn't know how to articulate it, but you're using circular reasoning. Right, now I right. know you're using circular reasoning. I know right. how to fu- fucking point it out. Right? You can't say... You can't bring someone here, say you better eat or else you suffer pain. And then when you eat, it'll feel good. See, isn't that worth it? That's like a trick question. But we've all been duped to think that's the reason, right? Why do you live to vacations and, you know, to, you know, we to squeeze the juice out of your brain to make yourself feel happy from fucking pies and drinks and sex and laughter. But those are all that just means you're a fucking drug addict. Mm. And, you know, that's a that's a very dark thought to some i think it's the brightest thought in the world right that because we're now don't have to lie to ourselves about what the fucking situation is you know that we are made i i I call it we're junkie monkeys Mm. we're junkie monkeys or monkey junkies whatever (laughs) right what what works better we got to figure it out but we you know you're born as a pile of addictions and you junkie monkeys right i like that yeah. Either way, either way, really, right? But you, you, you're, you're just a pile of cells that need shit, and if you don't go appease the shit, you'll feel bad, and if you do, it'll feel better than feeling bad. Yeah. Right. Right. But then, you know, to me, the real wisdom is like catching the fact that that's not a really great deal. Right. Right. Like, don't fall for the snake oil salesperson, which is most of humanity, that says, "Hey." Being a slave to your addictions is beautiful. Let's let's create another slave and then have a gender reveal. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you know, I think that's a secret to life, right? Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, uh, I I don't know why. I've since a kid, I, I I've thought these things, and it's you know, I had to fight every adult, every teacher. Every friend, I've lost a lot of people along the way. Right. Uh, no regrets. No regrets. Uh, because I just think we think differently. And I, in fact, I, right. I think it's beautiful that I was able to, though at the time they were hard to do, I love losing all the people I've lost along the way. Mm. It's a beautiful, like, you know, it's just like a rocket that goes into space. It just There's a time where you got to get rid of that other part. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. see it as a sad thing. I see it as like... Like, I, I love that we can grow older, have these, just, the older I get, the more I don't give a fuck if you don't agree with the way I think. Right. And I'm going to, my challenge is to exist in a way that I pay my taxes, I do my thing, I stay out of the, you know, whatever, even though tipping is stupid, I'll tip. I, t- I do a couple things to just <laughs> satisfy you stupid assholes. But, you know, at the same time, every once in a while, like this podcast, I'll just go slip it in like, I think you all are crazy. Yeah. I do feel in the minority. I'm not right. with I'm not with you all. I'm not banking on the future. <laughs> I'm not waiting and holding my breath for the masses to like look at the world and then start making better decisions for the for the betterment of the world. I think the few people that run everything are going to run into the ground like mm. like we are I think programmed to do. Right. No one's fault. I'm not mad at anybody. You know, it, it's just it's just a part of this this universe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it took it took me a little while. I mean, it, um, you know, when we first started talking about this kind of mm. stuff, and and um, it it 
it's weird. Like you, I mean, you've had these thoughts since you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Mine developed probably when, I mean, I can think of a, a, a defining moment, right? When KK, uh, my older daughter was in the hospital for like two weeks and she right. couldn't breathe. She, she right. had um, really bad asthma and allergies and she couldn't, she was on like hundred percent oxygen. Right. And, um, and the feeling of like helplessness, right? Like, God, what, I can't do anything for her. I can't take her pain away. But then very quickly going like, cause I also had Lonnie, Lonnie was like two months old. So I'm in the hospital, right? KK can't breathe. I'm holding this newborn baby and we're just us three by ourselves. And I'm like, what did I just do? I just brought a, like, I can't do anything for this one. I just brought another one here. Like, what the hell did I do? You know? And it was, uh, and then like, again, like how you were when you're a kid, like I, I really didn't know how to articulate it. And I didn't know exactly Mm. like it was more of a feeling than like a conversation that I had with myself, but just that feeling of like, whoa, Uh, yeah, like I think, we're just doing things without really thinking things through, you know, <laughs> like, my, because yeah, my intuition says that though few will ever admit it. I feel like many, if not all have felt something similar to what you just described. Mm. They're not going to tell even maybe, even maybe the dark, they, they don't even maybe tell themselves fully. Cause that does you, that you, make you, me sound like a like a bad mom? Well, yeah, or something, I, I do or? think. Yeah, I think the the general like consensus. You don't say that about your kids, right? I think the general consensus is, right, to feel, to f- just to feel the to have the opinion that it is better for life to not become. To that opinion is fucking. <laughs> there's no thing. There's nothing. I mean, there's a few that are more controversial. Maybe it's up. It's up there. Right, right, right. And to and like if a mother who's pregnant is listening, or if Rihanna's listening right now, right. I want to say, Rihanna, I love you. Please don't be mad at me. I'm not. A, I'm not coming for you. I'm not attacking you. Congratulations to you and ASAP Rocky. <laughs> I hope to. I hope you know. But why the I hope your kid doesn't love bad bitches, and that's not his fucking problem. <laughs> like his father, I really do. Uh, yeah, no parent can know for sure that they know what the heck they're doing. No, definitely. And right. so this is a radical idea, Joe, what I'm talking about, that that I'm supposing this idea philosophically that maybe whether we are ready to confront it or not, that life never promised us, you know, anything, that, that we wouldn't be all duped into making more of ourselves and that's the fucking problem yeah like we love bad philosophies that's our fucking problem well, going ASAP back to Rocky, the, ASAP Rocky. Well, going back to the like selfless selfish right thing it's like right um you know we have to ask your you know when i ask myself right like mm. why why did i have kids right you know and it, and um it none of the reasons have anything to do with the kid like they're all very everyone's anyone's reason for having a kid is is a selfish reason it ha- it can only be right the dangerous part is that you convince yourself that's not that not, it's not, not right true. you're like i'm going to give this child the best life the best life everything and then they come out with they told me that my daughter was going to have down syndrome right, right you know right, i right, right. you know you never know what could happen right? Right, right like and like you say right let's put aside 
cancer and every other right. disease. Let's put right. aside accidents and, right. uh, you know, yeah. put aside all any bad thing that could happen to That's your kid all, that yeah. you have no control over. Just put that aside for right. just a minute. And just look at purely like once this baby is born, mm. they have to eat or they die. Yeah. They have to breathe or they die. They and have not, to stay not, not, not too die. hot, not yeah. too cold. Not only do they die, they suffer in between. Suffer in between, yeah. Which is probably worse than death. Death might be, ironically, the greatest thing that could happen to us. Right. And I say that, not that's a very controversial thing. I'm, these are all just maybes. We're just talking it out. Right, Don't right. go do anything. Right. I'm just saying... Perhaps, like, you know, right. philosophically, right? Who knows, I, right? Like Steve Jobs said it in his 1995 uh, commencement speech at Stanford. I'm not the only one, right? That right. It, it's like this motivation that, hey, let's live our life because that may be the end. And what if that's, uh, you know, uh, a beautiful thing? Right. Oh, and then, yeah, and then so now. It valuable, the life valuable. Right. And, like, and then now now that you've asked these questions, you've, you've know this, right? I've got this baby. And there's just certain things we have to do to keep it keep it alive, right? right that right. they're that now they're a slave to. They don't have a choice. You have to do these things, right. okay? Versus um, not bringing them here and them not ever existing. And then what? What is you have, yeah, you're, worse? You're forced to you, answer you some to, questions, right? Like yeah. you have to say, well, maybe they're in a baby waiting room pre-Earth. And that they're suffering. And by my vagina, I'm opening a, a, a portal to, to save and rescue them right. from a worse life. So you have to come up with that scenario in order to, you know, or they're perfectly, you know, uh, not existing. And that's a beautiful state. So they're not suffering. There's right. no pain. There's no and suffering. there's no joy either. But there's no one there to lament that fact. Right, right, right. Right. So if that's how you believe, like I do, then bring them into the world is actually making things worse for them. Right. So it's really it, get, it gets into the and I, my belief is that we're all so many smart people, but I think that humanity, for whatever reason, we're programmed to bypass the first question of life: is is it worth it? Right. right. Albert Camus, the, right, uh, the father of existentialism, said the only w true question worth asking is, uh, you know, whether or not to to commit suicide. Now, I'm not saying, yeah, that's just a quote from Albert Camus. You can Google it. And that, like, that's a very, like, famous line of, you know, this idea of, like, to be or not to be, mm. right? But for most of us, it's like, you can't really talk about that out loud. You can't even wonder it to your friends and family without going, hey, don't talk like that. That's negative. That, yeah. So you can't even, but it's like, so what happens is we all just say, okay, pass. Pass on the first question of whether or not life is worth it. And so forget Camus' version of suicide. I turned it more... Light, not light, but not as savage. It feel like to me, a, a less savage question is like, okay, should we or not? Should we not bring people here? Is a little bit more savage than should we or should we not like violently end our life? Right, right. Or, or as in Switzerland right now, or in Sweden, right? They're coming up with a pod where you can assisted death pod. Where I love that idea. Hopefully, you can do it painlessly, right? right. So, but like, at least someone's thinking, hey, if we're all gonna die anyway. Is it like wrong to why? want want the the least pain right, painful right. route? Right. Is that wrong to want that? Right. Right. And why don't we have that choice? Like, if we don't want to be here, right. why don't we have that choice? Why and why do we have to put ourselves through that kind of pain or torture? Right, like, right. why can't it be a pleasant right. like 
Hey, everybody. And even like all the talk around it, right? It's like, right. Oh, don't you do that. That's selfish. To me, ironically, is the most selfish thing you can say to someone. Right, right because it's, it's selfish like, to the people yeah, that care, you know, like, care yeah, about you. Or like whatever, who's, right? Yeah, it's like I need you around because how is that going to make me feel? Yeah. Regardless of what crazy shit you're dealing with in here, which I have no way of really knowing. Right, right, right. I need you to fucking suffer through that because... Like, get over it. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? For me. For me. Yeah. But then it's touted as a selfless speech. Like, right. don't you be selfish and take your yeah. life. Which what about, what about return, all us, right? When, and then in return only makes that right. person feel worse. Right, right. But I'm going to say something. I, I will say that to you. That what? I will be very selfish and say, hey, hey, hey. No, no, totally. You better be healthy. But at least we're not trying to trick each other. We know the parameters we're working with is like, you're selfish and you're going to want to say that. Yeah. I'm selfish. I want to say that to you too. Okay. But we're not, I don't lie. Like in the end of the day, wink, wink. If you were suffering so much that you had to go, you know, I'd probably help you. <laughs> right. Because I'm, I'm playing in that line of like, I don't want to be so selfish that I live with this feeling that I'm torturing you for my selfishness. Right, right, right. So at some point I would choose the lesser of two evils and by the way, welcome to life. These are the fucking games that you have to play <laughs> your yeah. whole fucking life and I'm tired and I'm old and I don't fucking give a shit if you think that these are fucking crazy thoughts I'm having. This is partly why I like these podcasts to be hardly anybody on here. Right. Thank you for the one or two people who showed up today, but that's great. This is the perfect amount. Joey says living life is guaranteed suffering for sure. Yeah. But those who've accepted that guaranteed to have a better chance exactly. at happiness. I exactly. Think. I do think I, that. I think so too. Yeah. I think you have to acknowledge the reality you're in in order to, all right, to apply the right. Um, right. Which is kind of what we were talking about solution. on the last podcast, right? About right. optimism. Right, right. Uh, and getting the right diagnosis. Yeah. Right, right. Right, right. right, right. Yeah. yeah right. I, so, I mean, I know these are like, these are crazy. These are like, we're like definitely teetering on the line of what I don't really feel comfortable sharing with anybody. Um, but that's only because I'm scared of you people, humans. I don't mean to sound so condescending because I'm talking to myself as well, even if it's my former self. Mm. This, this idea that, hey, man, don't you trash life. It's sacred. Like, get your negativity somewhere else, right? Right. When to me, I'm trying to say, no, I believe the fake optimism is the, is the true negativity, right? Right. And, and trying to say, hey, no, look, man, stop. What if we're the authors of our own suffering? Right. Like what, you know, to me, it's like having a, a child, maybe a metaphor could be seen. Oh, my God, Rihanna, please don't be mad at me. But, the, you know, it's like maybe it's like giving them life is just giving them a heroin addiction. Right. And then I, I the parent, promise to give you heroin every time that you run low. Well, I think this kind like, of right. Yeah. What, kind I, of. I'm so for maybe that's too aggressive. I think it's like, uh, you know, this um, fake optimism or it's like right. it's like a one big step after right. toxic positivity. Right. right. It's right. like you this or or what was it is that what it's called yeah, toxic, yeah. toxic positivity. positivity yeah it's like if you it's just like, like a very you know like but what about the sunsets and the rainbows yeah what don't you what about the it's almost that, like it's like you know? It's, you know what that is it's almost like philosophical gaslighting <laughs> yeah like you're gonna make me feel yeah. bad that i don't like the the arrangement that the universe has like sort of made me sign this deal I got with them. I want to opt out of the deal. And you're trying to like lure me with like, yeah, but ice cream. 
Well, I'm not. I'm the first day. Like, I mean, ice cream is pretty persuasive, but sure. Like, you know, Disney World. I, you know, I love Disneyland. I right. say that like right. with a passion. I do. But that doesn't like Trump. Like, it's not like, yeah. We live for Disney World. Well, because fuck, the, fuck if we half the world is going through, you know, like right. d- can't have water, <laughs> like right, or right. you know, yeah. Well, I, see, like, but that's why it's like to me n- talking about some of these uncomfortable, uncovering some of the what I consider to be like the fallacious reasonings and the the fake, the fake philosophies, right? It like you know it 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 inflames the whole entire conversation that we all have. It's like all this emotion, all this pointing, all this like judging, right? It's like, you know, Hey, we have to help out more than we are always. Right. Right. Why you guys uh, only care about this when this is going on, you know, how come the media cares about this when this is more important. Right. And it's like this, all this like sense of like, don't we all have an obligation to give a shit about all things that all the time. uh, Right. And it's like, it's a crazy thought, and I even, you know, I've seen it a couple of places, uh, you know, on a podcast I was watching, Flagrant 2, which I like, and then uh, Aziz Ansari and his Netflix special was talking about, how, oh, well, it doesn't affect me, so, you know, I, I just, all I, I don't know what's going on in the third world country, but I tried to order groceries from DoorDash, and they're six minutes late, so I'm kind of hungry, too. He's making fun, right? <laughs> right. But to me, I'd right. like to say, Aziz, like, okay, great joke, but yeah, yeah. that's partly, yeah, they're way over there, partly. I mean, that's a reality. Everybody loves to pretend in front of people on social media that you're some virtuous person who cares about, you know, crazy, you know, tribes out far where you've never met before. And so, you know, I don't know, you're going to donate on social media and, you know, change your profile to like I, I gave. And and I don't mind. I still do that, too, because I'm playing the game, too, with you. Right. I, I do play that game. Right. And I don't. And I, but I don't have this. I try to not have this judgment in the back that all oh, the people who do are better and the people who don't aren't. Right, right. I try to understand that like it is a practical thought to think like I've you know we're all saying we care about all things but look at the time and money you spend. Right? Like right. don't tell me your priorities. Show me where how you spend your time and money and then I'll tell you your priorities. Yeah. I don't know who said that. Was that Sam? No, no, no. That's his. Fa- yeah, it's like that's one of his, his favorite. favorite it's one of his favorite quotes. But it okay. might, it might have been. Like, I don't know who said it. Probably Tony Robbins knowing Sam. But the point is, <laughs> but it's a great no. thought, though. It is a great thought. It's like we all would like. I, this is what I want you to know about what I care about, right? This is what I want you to think I care about, right? But in the the truth is. You spend time and energy on the shit you really care about. Right. Right. And usually it's about a few people in your family and friends and the people who influence your experience in life the most. Because why? We're selfishly more attracted to those uh, activities, right? Right. Because, of course. So it's easy to make fun of. You see, Aziz comes off as a virtual signaler to me in that moment. Mm. Right. And like if you watch that thing, he's constantly and it's almost you can't tell really. Yeah, like he'll shame you for making fun of Aaron Rodgers, but really he's not. He's making fun of Aaron Rodgers. It's a thinly veiled. Yeah, yeah. He's pretending to shame you for making fun of it. He's like, really? He's he gets hit in the head for a living. Are we surprised that he did his research, saw a few podcasts and he came to the wrong conclusion? That's my Aziz. I'm sorry. Right. But it's. You know, he's making fun of it. And then he goes back. He's like, but he was kind of like, you know, arrogant in the way he thought. He's like, 
you know, oh, did you take the vaccine? I watch, I read some articles. Uh, oh, really, Aaron? Were you applying the scientific method? <laughs> right? He's yeah. like, what do you say? Like, uh, hypothesis, vaccine is bad. Conclusion, you know, no way, Jose. I mean, he was making fun of him. A second ago, he was making fun of you for making fun of him. It's all over the place. But it's because right. uh, it's, it's tough to live in the world without trying to pay the piper of and society maybe. saying, hey, I'm with you. Right. You know, I'm with you guys. And then, you know, and I like, I, you know, to be honest, even though this is my world, I get paid to make jokes. I mean, comedians do this all the time where we like hide behind the fact. We're like, I was just joking, man. No, you weren't. You know what I mean? We, right. we, we, we also virtue signal through our jokes. You try to get on the right side of it, right? Well, Dave Chappelle uh, definitely I think, does. I, I think so. I, yeah. think like without, I don't think he's a, one of the greatest comics to ever live. Mm -hmm. He's hilarious. He's a genius. But he also is a human who falls prey to these things, I think. And I think he was yeah. like, you know, he was irritated by the, you know, what uh, the trans community Talk was Talk about thinly about veiled. Him. Right. It's like his jokes, though, they, they may have been funny. Yeah, but he wants to you to, some. he is calling out people yeah. for what he considers to be erroneous, like, or fallacious reasoning, right? Right. And then he's setting them straight. He's using jokes to weld those arguments in a place to defend against, right? He's, a t or he's attacking even. He's attacking. Right. You know, using jokes. Yeah. Right, so right. I think it's like... I, yeah. It's the better way than just flat out attacking someone. That's for sure, right? right. Better than like, you know, um, either violently or physically or, right. you know, right. or, or even just yelling at someone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely better than that. But, uh, it, yeah. but it's still, nonetheless, it's still, it is like you're still virtual signal. Uh, yeah, it's just like, and it, to me, it's just, I, I don't know. It's just obvious what you're doing. Like, you are trying to take someone down. You're trying to ruin their argument. You're trying to make them seem silly and emotional and not to be taken. It's gaslighting. Right. And, and then to say, like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm just making jokes. And you're right. dumb for feeling a threatened or attacked. Or it's like, just call it what it is. It's like, yes, I was attacking you. I felt threatened by your accusations and I'm out here to call you out and debate you on it and I'm using jokes too. Yeah. Now, in the end, I it's like I am just getting paid to entertain you, but let it not, don't get it twisted. I'm also trying to destroy your argument and, you know, sideline, you know, anybody who's trying to come for me and say that, you know, whatever. He's right, making right, an right. argument and he's trying to use his platform to body an entire section of okay. believers in whatever you know way they believe. I don't even mind that that you're doing that because okay, because I see that's what you're doing anyway. Right, you're doing that. You're and, but don't then when the heat comes on go, man. They're just jokes, right, and you're right. crazy for thinking that a joke. Could be trying to make a real life serious like reconstruction to the way an entire section of the population believes. Would that be Stop the it. same as saying they're just conversations? This is a, I think it's the same thing that Joe Rogan is doing. Okay. And again, though, uh, that, that I don't mean I don't think you should you you should want Joe Rogan canceled for it. Right, but, but it like and then you know someone was making the argument, but a lot of people I heard like nineteen percent of Spotify users. Are have either canceled or are threatening to cancel. Mm. So it's not about Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Graham Nash, 
India, RE, all these musicians who have been pulling their music or whatever, or their podcast or whatever. Right. It's also the avalanche of stock. Listening, listeners. Stock people. going down. Mm-hmm. So that means people pulling their money, investments, investors right. pulling their money. And then now users, consumers of the platform saying, ah, fuck, fuck Spotify. You know, mm. I'm, I'm not going to use them anymore. Well, then, like, okay. that's not banning. Like, to me, right. that's just like, okay, I don't like that. I don't like your service. So you can, you're right. free to have Joe Rogan on. I'm free to go like, I prefer iHeartRadio app, <laughs> which, by the way, pays their musician artists the most out of all the streaming wow. apps. Thank you, iHeartRadio, the company that I work for and I'm not. Download imbi- it today. I'm not biased at all. <laughs> I just told you a fact. It is better. Get iHeart. Like, so I, I just think that, yeah, don't, let's not confuse it, right? Right. It's like uh, wanting him to be banned off the fucking thing is just a slippery slope. So what else do you want taken I wonder, off? I wonder, so 19% of people are dropping. Right. But if he were to drop Joe, what percentage of people would then drop? I would think more than 19%. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, so maybe even if they don't agree with Joe, like how what, many users are just Joe Rogan? Listening how many? Well, look at the bump when he got on yeah. Spotify. Look yeah. at that big old bump that they got, you know, yeah, of yeah. users. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. also 11 million. Right. So it's 11. How, what, what is what is that percentage to the total Spotify population? I don't or, know. You know. User population. I don't know. But I, I what I'm thinking is that. You know, since there's so many ways to stream a podcast, Joe Rogan would be like, okay, fuck Spotify, I'll go over here. And someone's willing to put him on and, but you know, and a, everyone will follow. That's an interesting debate. Like, let's say if he was on YouTube, would they have pulled down some some of these? That's a Google-owned company, right? Which is probably a little bit more liberal. You know, not that Spotify is uh, leaning right or anything, but mm. I, I don't really know. But I, you know that does I do wonder that right if he were just if he was on YouTube like before yeah wait he's not on YouTube anymore I don't think so so all of his new stuff is only on Spotify actually I don't know that doesn't sound right no we F- just watched like, some new videos on YouTube right. but what is he doing just putting clips of it on maybe there? that's what it is maybe Spotify allows that he must they must have some contra- contract where you can put the clips on there but if you want to see the whole thing go to Spotify maybe mm. maybe okay right hmm all right. Well, right, right, right. But it and even like maybe even Neil Young is saying, look, you don't have to get rid of them. I'm just saying that if you have them on, I don't want to be on with y'all. So maybe even that is like, look, you can keep them on, but I'm not going to be there. Oh, Jody said, I've never listened to him. Am I missing anything good? You're totally missing some good stuff. I mean, yeah, it's like, let's not over exaggerate. There's a lot of good stuff coming from there. And like any source coming from a human, including this one. Although this is probably the most accurate podcast that exists. (laughs) Probably. I said probably. Shut up, everybody. Stop attacking me. Okay. No, no, yeah. Because we read an article that said. (laughs) Yeah, but there's a lot. I mean, bottom line is, yeah, I always, when I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, I don't immediately just go on and do everything I hear from there. Or any, anything for that matter. It's like anything. But if like, uh, again, to me. We're again. That's another thing. We're so caught up in like, well, is that a guy a really expert, expert, expert? To me, that's one thing to take in consideration. But to me, so much of the focus has gotten off of what about the merit of the idea itself, right? Right. 
Like, I don't care how many fucking degrees you have behind your wall. If what you're saying now sounds stupid, then you're off my fucking list. Right. You know, for until you correct it or show me that you're whatever, right? Right. But certain sins are worse than others. If I catch you lying, uh, I'm le- I'm less inclined to go back, right? Right. Right. Joe Rogan seems like he makes mistakes. If he catches it, he's going to admit to it. He's got a lot of rare qualities that yeah. I don't really see. Well, the, the cool thing about what I like about Joe Rogan right, podcast right. is that he's super into learning everything. So, sure. I mean, sure. weird shit. I mean, Love like, it. Yeah. Um, you know, shooting bows and arrows yeah. to, you know, jujitsu to, totally. I mean, you name it. Yeah. And he's I've got seen, sleep study guys yeah. on there, like doctors. He's got yeah. legit people totally. on there. And it started off as just him and his friends and turned yeah. into like, he's like people wanting, like professionals wanting to have conversations with yeah. him and him wanting to genuinely learn. So we, he tries to keep open mind and he hears what people has to say. Even if he doesn't necessarily agree, he tries to understand. Sure. Um, I, I really like that part. Um, this, I didn't even watch, I didn't even go watch what happened, like the conversation of why he's like, you know, on the verge of maybe, maybe not getting canceled. But I, I feel like um, he, as a, as a person who has grown to the level that he's grown, he now, maybe in the beginning, it was just conversations, but he now, I feel, has a responsibility to uh, consider that the people, because the people that he has on his show are experts. Even he says like, oh, I'm not a doctor. Okay, but the people that you have on your show are, and they're making these bold statements mm. and millions, we're not talking about, you know, hun- uh, you know, 100 people here. We're talking about 11 million people are being influenced by what this person is saying because they trust you, because they followed you for years and they gained your, you know, they gained... Uh, yeah. you've gained their trust. Right, right. So if that could lead to someone harmfully putting a medication in their body or rejecting a medication because they think, you know, it's bad based on something that a guest of yours had, I just think you have a responsibility. There is a responsibility. Yeah, there. and again, like, it's like every tiny thing is going to be uh, exponentially reverberated in a system of 11 million people listening to every podcast. And I think it's 11 million per week, downloads per week. Right. So it's like, I, I don't think, I just think Joe innocently doesn't understand. Not that I do. I'm just, just throwing it out there that maybe sure. he's blown away and it's like, it's blowing his mind's ability to process the fucking, like how big that, that information highway is and, right. and just how negative the negative like echoes in a system like that can be. And, and so, I mean, and like I said, like we're both trying to answer the positive side to me is way more yeah, and totally. a, a lot, but that don't mean that the negative side is not fucking crazy. Like in this one case, I happen to believe after everything that I've read and seen, I think he's wrong about this vaccine thing. And I think the way that he's presented it has, I can see how it's not cause that's a very strong word, but it's like, look, man, I am very, I could see why his version of these podcasts has influenced a lot of people to go like, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Uh, and then that might've led to a lot of, uh, sickness or death. Right. And how much, and does Joe want to know the number? I would, I would, I would be thinking about these things. If that's all. And and here's the thing. And I don't really fault him because nobody has done what he's done. You know, no, it's yeah, like, this it's, is a new situation. It's, yeah, it's not about, and yeah. it's just like, okay, so what now? Like, how do you, how do you fix it? Because well, like it, for this me, growing, he even said it himself, right? right yeah. For it's me, a, 
What I'm saying is because I do think it's just about the system that I don't think you can appreciate how crazy of a problem that is to tackle. Right. 11 million people. Like, there's maybe there's no way. Maybe you, the amount of times he posts, there's just going to be like, look what NDRE just took from his conversation. But I think to me, that's a, it's just, it's going to get more and more. Right. And now you've created a label. Now the word Joe Rogan just means something different to the world now right. it's gonna either trigger hate or love right and it's visceral it's emotional you might it's like it's a different world now his podcast is going through brains that have filters they never had before right, right? so this gonna refract the data left or right hard right so i just think if i'm him i'd be considering this idea and Aziz talked about a little bit in a special where maybe the secret is less money, less success. Like, there is there a limit? Is there a sweet spot? Mm. Is Joe going into a place where, and these are just, we're musing. We're just right. speculating. Is there a place where it's like, you're not going to avoid a guy outside your house, Joe, with signs. And you're going to go like, you know, you might be thinking, wow, man, this guy's taking it too far. Yeah, he is. Yeah, she is. But they're there. Right. Oh, well, all these people are reacting wrong. He's like, what I don't like about misinformation when in his video, right, he talks about it, I don't like it because, you know, what was once misinformation can turn out to be not misinformation later. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, but okay, but who are you talking to? Like, right. out of 11 million, how many people might be outside your house <laughs> trying to treat you like elk meat? Right. I don't know, for me, that'd be a lot of people, I'd be supposing, right. you know, if I'm him. I feel like, you know, it's a, it is, it's a tough situation because I don't think that the, the answer is just like, just quit your podcast, you know? Well, I don't know if that's the answer. I'd be considering it yeah. in my mind. Like the, like I said, what gives me comfort about my life <laughs> is it's at a nice, I think, rather, relatively safe number of people that I'm fucking with. As a person in media, I can see how scary that can get. Right, exactly. Jody is the editor for Hawaii Herald. And I feel the burden of responsibility with just a couple of thousand subscribers. Exactly. No, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and there's, no, I, I, again, I think the proper respect to the problem is understanding that it's the more people, right, the more, more of these problems. Right. That's just it. Right. That's it because, and, and there's, there, it's not just like you stick to what is reasonable or logical and then all will be right. Right. In the world. It's not like that. It's like, you know, Joe can't just sleep at night going, well, I said the video. The Rock, you know, retweeted and said that I put it perfectly. All is right in the world, right? I just think like, uh, uh. Yeah. Um, if, if a family believes that my podcast led to their son not taking, or daughter not taking the vaccine and then they died and then. You know, maybe that kid was arguing with their parents all night for months, take the vaccine, and they were showing them Joe Rogan podcast, and then the kid dies, or their grandpa dies, or their uncle dies, or their auntie dies. I don't know. I don't want to meet those people in real life, even if, like, I can see on one side how Joe is just like, look, man, I'm just asking questions from people who are interesting. I do get how that, that's why we fell in love with him, right. you know, and that is rare, and I thank you for, taking that risk but it doesn't i've always seen how the risk grows with your audience yeah you know what i mean and and, and maybe it's just it's at at this point in life in 2022 it's the elephant in the room 
Yeah. It's the elephant in the room. Like you can't want more audience anymore and and play dumb to the fact that all this shit's going to come with it. Right, right. You know what I mean? That is naive to expect it not to. And right. yet all our kids want it. Right I know, now. That's so weird. Right now all our kids want is the most amount of fame that is fucking humanly possible. I want you to think about that. That's we're all kids. Because I feel like it. Because it's like a. It seems like it's an easy thing, right? Look, see, uh, Jody's husband is laughing that uh, I'm the only viewer, and I'm I'm laughing all the way to the emotional bank. Like I feel so much better off than Joe Rogan. (laughs) Sure, it's like. And by the way, tell your husband other people come and watch us later, so (laughs) I end up being around a hundred people. Thank you very much. Stop it, Mr. (laughs) Ching. You know what I mean. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, but it means I, I'm really flexing because my life is so good. I don't need this for anything else than what it is, right? Which is just genuine conversation, genuine conver- conversation, and therapy for us. Yeah, and I feel like lucky for you, the the person in this, and the hundreds later that it will come. Like you're welcome, because I want nothing from you, literally. Right. Like maybe if there were zero people at that point. <laughs> Maybe I'd, I'd be like, okay, well, then we'll just go back to having conversations without the camera on or the mic on. But if there's one, two, four, it's already like, I okay, don't, cool. I don't even agree with that just because I feel like, uh, you I know, mean, my you know my motivation for right. this is just because I like the idea of documenting our conversations. That, no, that too. Yeah, we, that's we're I said having this conversation. I said may, like maybe. You know, maybe. I don't know what that would be like to just put it up and get zero forever. I, I don't I, know. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Maybe I'd be less motivated. But you're right. Or I we do- don't have to go live. We could just always record them for ourselves. Right, sure, right, but I right. I feel like I've said I know I've said this a thousand times, but right. I just wish we had cameras all through this house, just recording all day every day because I, I it bugs me when we have a really good conversation. I'm like shit, but we should have recorded. That. The only reason why I don't have that anymore is that although Alex Ching, I just doubled your viewership. <laughs> I love. I love Asian people. We put everything in percentages. That's so true. <laughs> Alex, what's up? Hi. Hi, Alex. And it just, it did. I feel doubly better. <laughs> but there's a limit. At seven, I start to go, let's back it up. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Okay. Ching is here too. Wow, Ching Ching. By the way, <laughs> let me explain. Uh, the last time I explained what Ching Ching means to her, Tina, who's from the mainland, I let her believe it just means any private part. But I don't think that's no, true. I thought it was. Uh, you thought it was with ching ching penis. What I grew up, ching ching meant vagina. Oh, that's what I, I grew up thinking. What's up, Alex? I love the. Uh, I, I love that he has even the right color shaka, probably Asian style, uh, Asian color. Uh, yeah. The pl- thank you for. Uh, we so glad that you're here. Randomly, the universe has chosen you, Alex, to be here. Uh, uh, th- you know, congratulations. <laughs> You, you, you are loved, obviously. But uh, please don't share and feel the, the urge to, to share with your friends and family how great of a time you have with us because then they're going to come here and try to add to this and then it might grow. <laughs> the last thing we want is to go viral, but we do like playing with it because we're dangerous animals and not, you know sometimes we have emotion and so we're trying to mix. And also, right. it's nice to, even though... We're double dating now. Yeah. We totally are. Oh my God. Yes. So... What I like about this is we talk to each other all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, and um, every every once in a while, I wonder if maybe maybe we got it wrong. I don't think we ever have it wrong, but maybe and maybe you have an opinion and maybe you want to share that. And I'm not opposed to hearing it. I like to hear 
opposing opinions. I mean, up to and, a know. point. Up to a point, um, right? Like when I get into a debate nowadays, I suss out my opponent if they're worthy. They've got to be a good debater, right? Like at some point, if I go, okay, you're out. I'm not trying to like the cert. You got to have a certain. You know, in, even in basketball, there'll be stragglers come to the court and you're like, this guy is wild. I'm going to get an elbow in the mouth for no reason. <laughs> just, uh, I, I'll sit out. You guys play. And I won't say why. I don't want to make the person feel bad. But you, if you got like, you know, chaotic elbows, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, this dude doesn't know how to play. He's just going to like, mm. he's not in charge of his space or his body. Uh, you know, I'm just like, okay, uh, you guys play. You know, but, and that's the same thing with the bait. I'm like, I don't want to like, you know, it's got to be fun. Sure. It's got to be, and it's got to be at a certain level, right? Right. So if I already could see that you're just going to regurgitate to me Fox News or some shit, right? And I'm like, oh, tap out. That's oh, not right, fun. Right, right, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's it. That's the whole show. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Ching Chings. Uh, <laughs> you say. No, no. Um, I, yeah. Why is a Ching Ching a woman's part? That's just what I taught. I was taught ding, ding, penis. Ching ching vagina. Ding ding and ching ching. That's what I, that's what my mom told me. Well, my my sister still to this day it says like, and then he showed me ching ching, like oh. yeah. Really? Yeah. So oh. unless he's showing her his vagina. Okay, just a goodbye. <laughs> it's a that's a weird. No, in Japan. Thing. I say in Japan, it's what is it in Japan? Not in Japan. Yeah. So in Japan, I. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know what Not you're in Japan? What? Like maybe it's ching ching means something different in Japan. Oh. But as a kid, my mom told me, in fact, I said, you know, like the man sticks the ding ding and the ching ching is how I got explained the birds and the bees. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then, you know, of course, like all kids, I was like, what, the place where they make shishi? See, that was another word right. that I never heard until I moved here. Oh, okay. So chin chin is the boys one. So that's what maybe that's what oh, Gigi chin was saying. Chin chin. Oh, well, maybe local version ding ding ching ching. Yeah, that whole shishi. But you can, but you could go ding a ling, but you couldn't go ching a ling, which I always thought was weird. <laughs> you could go ding ding or ding a ling, but you couldn't go ding ching 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 a ling. Uh. I just thought that was unfortunate. Maybe ding a ling sounds like onomatopoeic, right? Like what? Like, ding, ding a ling. like like the sound of the word goes with the meaning. Oh, oh, onomatopoeia. Oh, 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 right. Okay. Isn't that what that means? Jody should know. She's an editor. <laughs> right. Yeah. She'll know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that that's new to me. And like the whole shishi thing was new to me too. I don't that's like mm-hmm. uh, that sounds weird to me. Um give us a conclusion conclusion to this romantic okay. double date music. So what have just, we learned here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um let's all just be real. We're a hundred percent selfish. Stop acting like you're not, because you are. Um, and, and so far, no one of the five to seven people that were on here has been able to stump us. Just let the record show. True. Joseph true. was the only one who tried, actually. Um, and we shot him down. And he said we had some good points. He said good point. Yeah. Um, ching chings <laughs> are lady parts. Yes, but in Japan, chin chin is boy part. Right, All right. Right, right. And what you know, else? You know, well, you know, we did. We could end also. This might just extend the podcast another three hours, but um, we didn't talk about how we can, uh, you know, how do you truly measure how lucky you are? Oh, yes. What, what is the method? So, okay, for you, how do you, how, what's the fun way to attack that? Um, well, I guess if I had my, uh, like you call it, like the happy graph, right? right like right, I right. would look at the, 
the amount of times I feel happiness right um, versus not so happy right um, I would take that into consideration okay. I would take into consideration uh, my life yeah. compared to a lot of other people's lives right um, and and but I do feel like heavily weighted is just how I feel mostly how like I don't not that I don't care how other people are feeling but i feel like we all ha we can all handle different things like well, but, maybe yeah, but that's part of the uh challenge right, right. it's like to, to suss out whether the your given cards you're, you're the hand that you're dealt your sensibility personality your uh tendencies right, right. the things that make you you and not someone else right right and it's 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 a challenge i think it's fun to take on right Where like how do i suss out who got a better deal even if i don't know fully what the others exactly are dealing with right. i kind of have an idea and how do i extrapolate this because i mean again the whole question is how do i know what my blessings or cursings are in the couch you know in the context of the whole entire world, world. Yeah. in fact you know anybody who have ever existed right i think there's a general idea that we feel like the the closer you are born to now the more lucky you are Right, like if you go back a hundred years, then now you're dealing with fucking no indoor plumbing or no electricity. Or but maybe they were more happy because, like that that documentary, sure. Happy, and right? You, you die at twenty because you like of like and whatever the early yeah. version of mad cow disease or whatever. But it was a happily spent a lot of time playing in the field and fucking kicking around rocks and I don't right. Know. Let's say right, right that for you know their first twenty years of life right. they were super happy and then they they had like a miserable six months right. of sickness before they died. Like what then how? So do that's they why it's, it's just interesting. But I do feel this bias because I'm in this. Right. But that guy a hundred thousand years ago, whatever, a hundred years ago, four hundred years ago, they're playing by the stream, right? Looking at clouds, With telling each other actual fresh, yeah, real vegetables, and telling themselves you know stories by the fire. They don't I mean, have to go to work for eight hours, right? They, exactly, and then maybe they have some racism, some like uh, misogyny, some violence, <laughs> right? But then is that a better thing than like eight hours scrolling, having political debates on Facebook, yeah, no, typing with so. my thumb at the intersection? No. Like somehow I still pick that though. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, but I do one one big right. thing that I look at, right? That that right. makes me go, I'm way um I'm luckier than so many people. Right. Is that I do we we have these thoughts and conversations right. about, you know, things like self selfishness right. and you know, because that gives me like I feel like I have a clearer picture of the real world. Right. And then I it makes me I feel good. That I'm not um, like having like the like in this delusional world, right. you know what I mean. So um, and then and then every day I can just be happy without a chip on my shoulder, without feeling like I was slighted, without right. feeling like because that that's the thing, right? Like like you said earlier, um, like I how come I get to be born in Hawaii, yeah. Kai, right? Right. It's like some people are like you know well. I'm like this because I was born in the ghetto or I'm like, the, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. It, but if you know that, like, guess what? Nobody gets it. Like we, we just got the cards that were dealt. Yeah. And like, it's a freeing feeling of like, but from, from this point, I have control over how I feel, how I choose to look at the world or how right. I choose. To, and I think I'm really lucky to have that where right. I think so many people don't think that way. Right. Right. So, yeah. 
But so, it's it's just a, you know it's just a good process to go through because you know I just I notice my own biases towards my experience right it's hard to so I just wonder like is that a flaw of the system right do we all have that we all are so biased towards our own experience because that's such a that's the such a good go to easy go to tool to use your whole life like my experience is the best yeah right like you know every artist thinks their latest album is the best. <laughs> Sure. No one wants to go like, I just worked on this for the past year. But you know what was really good? My second album. I don't think I've topped <laughs> that. This this has gone down a bit. But it, by the way, it's for sale. You know, it drops this Tuesday. Come get my third best album that I've ever done. You know, I was just like, but maybe secretly you believe that. But you're like, fuck, I, I told my label. This is my, you know, this, so you just go with it. And then. I, you know, I, was I think, just we're biased. Yeah. We want to we want to define our experience as the best. I want. I mean, you know, I I don't because I gotten used to this and my quirks, my flaws, my strengths. I don't know if I reshuffled up and I got yeah. different strengths, but also different weaknesses. I don't know what that's like. Right. So I just tend to kind of go like, I'm so glad I got mine. But yeah, are, are compared you, are, to yeah, but are right. you should you? Well, I used to. I remember when I was younger, I used to like go like man like i wish i could be like you know or wish i could right. be that rich or that famous or that you know those right. things and i and then like as you get older right and then you see people like rich people go to jail <laughs> you see right, like right. um famous people die tragically or or get sick yeah. illness you know right. get illnesses and stuff i mean you realize like it's all okay, over the place it's, yeah. it's, there is no there is no perfect life there is no yeah. you know and and there's no even if you try to reshuffle and i'm like this rich rich famous right, person right. that doesn't mean i'm gonna come with a whole other it, shitload yeah. of problems right like so i'd rather you, have is, this brain like, have you ever been jealous of kanye no, I don't think it's possible. You get, you have so much of what so many people would like. They 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 respect you for you know that Kanye your music. They respect him as a business person. They respect him as a you know as a, a whatever a, a leader, leader it, it, whatever okay. it is right. But for me, I just I just go wow that looks so not how I want to be in this life like i don't want to feel that way i don't want to say those things i don't want to like have that facial expression right that he has i don't want to be in the paper today or not paper fuck that's such an old <laughs> i don't want to be in the news today all over the fucking internet about talking about like you know i was locked out you know kim my ex-wife kidnapped the kids and like yeah. oh, and then all the shit's out the dirty life. i don't like i just look at their life i go like it's like it's like how you feel when you watch Ozarks. You just yeah, go like, yeah, like holy shit. And man. I think that's why it's so popular. You just the whole time. I mean, what else are you are you invested in except for to watch their lives and go, God damn! At least we're not that. I wonder if that's why those type of shows that. are made. Like to that's keep exactly us why. all like on that wheel, right? That's exactly that why it is. Of like, I mean, that's the biggest go to in every entertainment piece is like. Let us take you. At least you're not this. Right. Like, don't take shit for granted. Yeah. Like, be happy yeah. with the shit that you got. Soul, Disney, right? Don't, yeah. you know, okay, maybe you're a talentless, ugly fuck, but don't the leaves <laughs> fall pretty? Right. Right. I mean, it's just like, you know, all these movies, like, come on. You could have, it, it, it could have been so much worse. And then, you know, let's look on a bright side. Right, right. And let us drag you through a totally stressful two hours and at the end, give you a happy ending. So then you walk away and go, God damn, you know, 
at least you know at least i don't i'm not sick at least i'm not dead at least i didn't right at least i'm not not running from the mexican cartel (laughs) right 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 be grateful but what is gratefulness right jody stick with us man don't we're not going to leave you on another sour note gratefulness all gratefulness is stick with me it's going to sound like i'm ruining your life (laughs) all gratefulness is is you know recognizing that you're not some unluckier bastard somewhere else you're actually luckier than the bastard and so you conjure this feeling of being grateful (laughs) <laughs> right if the whole world is equally lucky and nobody's hungry and nobody's suffering then there's no there's no thankfulness there's no gratefulness there's only the acknowledgement that mm. somewhere someone's fucking taking it up the ass metaphorically or actually actually that could be pleasurable for someone else anyway someone's taking it bad right. you're not liking it and you think about that and then you go well, i'm not experiencing that equals gratefulness right right Okay. Right? So when you say be thankful in a card with flowers that are pretty, all you're saying is think about people fucking sucking at life and suffering. And be glad you ain't that person. And be glad that you're not that person. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then maybe, there, maybe, there's a hope, maybe there's a hope that, and if you have that feeling that you conjure from thinking about those two things, Maybe you'll be motivated by the gratefulness, which is f- founded upon the thought that someone else is suffering, that uh, that you'll be motivated to share your thing that made you grateful and hopefully make the world a better place. So now someone, right, right. someone who is suffering, like, you know, the, the obvious way, like you, like, you know, in Aladdin, when uh, a prince Aladdin gives... The last fruit to Abu. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that was that Abu? Abu. 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 You know, and it's like I'm hungry, but I'm eating the moment of feeling like a good person right now, and then also I'm buying your loyalty for later. Right. When we go on a bunch of you know stealing and plus he was a riffraff right when i when I he was also paying he was, he was all, like i love it how we make it we're trying to like romanticize <laughs> this moment but he was also paying his sidekick criminal because they used to steal shit right 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 <laughs> riffraff street rat wait i can't I tell i can't tell if you because at first earlier when you mentioned yeah. soul yeah. i was like i love how you reference disney movies because well, I, I love disney movies and then i realized like is it because Disney movies are fucking like the perfect example of like how not to fucking tell people to live? Like it's it, it's exactly what it is. It's a pretty package on the outside, smuggling very dangerous, shitty, bad philosophies. But I love Disney movies. That's the trick. That's what they're good at. It's a drug. Disney is a high. Going back to the junkie monkey thing, right? It's just one of the ways we get high. One of the ways we like it when you it's wish the best way to get high on a star. Nothing happens because that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, don't wish on a star, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> lunatic part of moon. Uh, don't be crazy. That doesn't do shit. Like get a job. Don't wish upon a star. Fuck. Like You're getting better. They're getting right. better now. It's not like a prince has to come save you now. It's like, you know, sisterly name love. A Dis- name a Disney movie and I'll tell you why it's fucked up. 
But only, but not because I'm a fucking. I don't want to ruin people's lives, Jody. I'm only. I want to get to the other side so we can have the real Jody, which is like you know we don't need to soothe each other with bullshit because that comes problematic later when you tell yourself something just a song. That's true. Like catchy ones. That's true. And they feel good because they feel feel good because they you inject some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like that that's is the problematic thing. later. Yo, okay, right? so you just have to know that it's bullshit, so that it won't be problematic later. But you can still enjoy a yes. good Disney movie. Sure, but that's a bit of a trick that I don't think everybody's doing. Mm. And then because it, it, it kind of messes with how good it feels, <laughs> a little bit. Well, I think if like, I have to remind okay. myself that you know, if I have to remind myself that Coco is a shitty story about promoting how an uncle can steal <laughs> someone's music from his own family and live two great lives and never really suffer that much cuz he just got hit by a taco bell like that's you feel it feels good cuz this kid gets what you think he wants at the end right. but it's also promoting subliminally subliminally Right, that Disney thinks if we're gonna make a story about Mexicans, someone's got to be stealing. That's what it's also no. hiding, and it's also hiding that they're no. pro- they're secretly promoting that he didn't really suffer that much from it. Wink, wink. That's how life goes. Da, da, yeah, da, da, like da, if da, you could you... steal through your life and be yeah. rich and famous, and yeah. then die and have a great afterlife, you won't go to hell. It's like when you wish upon a star, a Mexican is stealing your car. Nah, stop it. No. I'm just saying, like, they don't care about whether or not the shit makes sense. Let's take, for instance, you might even, oh, you don't have this, the scene about P- Peter Dinklage. It's a great, this is a great topic, actually. Well, what about Peter, Peter Dink- Dinklage? Okay. Oh, about the dwarves thing. Yeah, so Peter Dinklage, who plays Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones, he's probably the most famous little person actor mm-hmm. in Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? He was an elf, iconically. Yeah, and after he, Vern, right? Uh, it was uh, like Vern, right, right, and he then. And then, uh, so Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, right, is a story that Disney's gonna, re- but they're about to re- reboot it. Reboot it, a live was it live action or whatever? Um, right. Okay, so on um, this is the second. This is the second article. So the first article was P- Peter Dinklage, uh, Dinklage, Ding- <laughs> Peter Ching Ching, Peter Shrinklage. <laughs> Um, <coughs> Peter Dinklage called out Disney for being so proud of themselves, right? They're so proud of themselves for casting a Latina actress to play Snow White. Right. But they're still going to have this back ass word story, he says, about the dwarves living in a cave. Right? So it's like. Disney actually got like scared. It's like, oh shit, maybe they won't have dwarves in it, and they might oh, now. They're, now they're thinking about re-editing it, and it's like, oh boy, you know, we better not do that. I don't want to upset the the little people. And then so this this the article you have up is about the, the another one, another dwarf actor who's not as well known as Pink, Peter Dinklage. It's like, don't fuck with my money. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, now that you've made it. Right, I don't see you complaining when when you know they're making fun of Alf, oh, yeah, and you're yeah. an Alf. I don't see you complaining all the shit they you know. It's like there's a lot of shit that didn't this that didn't really, uh, it didn't really ex- display the best parts of being a dwarf, right? And I don't right. remember you complaining there. Why? Because you collected all those checks. Now you got seven other dwarfs who might get a role, right? And now you so that was his take on it, right? So I mean, and 
I don't know. But it is a clusterfuck, right? Like, Disney thinks that they're getting better by... A, 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 they're like, look, fucking look, baby steps, okay? Yeah, they're like, Snow White is now Snow Beige, okay, bitch? <laughs> like, we took a baby Snow step. Brown. But even though, like, the, the fucking story says she had skin as white oh, yeah. as snow. So yeah, now, how so, can you even call so it? Now, how can you even call it Snow White anymore? Well, well, unless you pick a really, really light-skinned Latino, right? Latina. Latina. So you're trying to get credit for, you know, going diverse. But not but really. you know what? You're not trying to ruin the story, or are you? Right. And if you're gonna edit the story, they're like, well, and so Peter Dinklage is like, well, if you're gonna edit the story, why do we still have? You know, seven dwarves who all seem like they have COVID, sleepy, sneezy, <laughs> dopey, like they all got fucking symptoms and they live in a cave. Uh, and like the real complaint, if I'm bitter Dinklage, is like, why is Snow White so obsessed about fucking some prince out there when you got seven horny people who you live uh, with? You're not trying to that's even. That's discriminating. She, they, yeah, she doesn't, she's not attracted to the yeah, little people. That's really what he's mad at is that nowhere in the story is Snow White even tempted one drunken night to fuck one of these little people, right? He's like, why? It's like how we felt, Chinese people felt, when Jet Li didn't even get to kiss Aaliyah. Like, how is he kicking everybody's ass, but he can't get a blowjob? Like, come on. Come on. It's because, you know, Hollywood mm. Hollywood was like, they'll believe Jet Li doing a fucking triple somersault and flying through a truck at 70 miles per hour and landing on the fucking gears. But they won't believe that Aaliyah wants to fuck a Chinese person. <laughs> Really? Right? Isn't that what went down? I uh, mean, Come maybe. On. See? Maybe a little bit. I love that. I love that we have a small audience. Maybe. Just like, you know, people think Chinese have small penises. I love it. Why not? Because then you surprise them when it's like, what's up? It's medium, bitch. What's <laughs> up? Oh. Uh, who knew what? Huh? Huh? Who judged oh a book by its cover? Okay, we will go. All we will right, go. All right. It's time for dinner. Yeah, it's been fun. But she thinks, but she likes what she likes. Don't judge Snow White. I don't like e uneven nostrils. Exactly. Jody, you get us. You get us. We get you. We're so glad. We're so honored that uh, you and Alex, uh, that we had this double date with you. <laughs> Joseph, Kat, in the beginning. Uh, people who type nonsense said that I couldn't understand all of you. <laughs> this was an experience all unto us. It was only for us. And I don't give a shit who else gets to experience it. But if you do, you're welcome. And Hi. you'll be welcome the next time uh, you show up on this place and, you know, come and chime in. We uh, still flush from this hard. hard from this one there. ginger beer. <laughs> No, we do, we, we do love you guys. We had fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll jump on here another time. Have a great weekend. Yes. Enjoy watching Jackass. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Sebastian Hughes made this music. So good. Yeah. See you guys later.